0: Do you believe what you're seeing? According to University of Sydney anthropologist, Stephen Wan, denial is a defense mechanism in which a person faced with a painful fact rejects the reality of that fact. They will insist that the fact is not true despite what may be overwhelming and irrefutable evidence. Today, much of the world is in denial. Civilization has deteriorated to dangerous and frightening levels. And most people refuse to acknowledge the obvious and terrifying implications of what is soon coming. But in the midst of this mess, there is some very good news. We'll take a look at five obvious signs and the implications of what is coming right after this word from our producer, Kevin.
1: Hi, I'm producer Kevin, and I would like to say thank you for tuning into this week's episode. If you're blessed by this podcast, please subscribe or follow us on Spotify. Once you're subscribed, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest podcasts. In this episode, Pastor Tom will be looking at five signs that we are in perilous times. And believe it or not, that's good news.
0: Even highly informed people tend to be in denial about how bad things have really become. Most people refuse to acknowledge the dangerous precipice on which civilization now teeters. The Bible speaks of the last days as perilous times. And believe it or not, uh, that's the good news. It's good news because we are in those days. Terrible things are about to happen to our world. But once they get going in earnest, they will soon be done. And then Jesus will return, and the world will blossom into a time of justice, peace, prosperity, and security for all. Uh, So in the big picture, the bad news portends some exceedingly good news. In Luke chapter 21, verse 28, Jesus said this, Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. Uh, With that in mind... Let's take a look at five bad signs that are also a harbinger of something wonderful. And each of these five comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3. Number one, the first sign, that chapter says, In the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. Throughout the entertainment industry, we see more and more sordid tales of child predators, sexual harassment, and rapists in positions of honor and authority. Uh, The Roman Catholic Church continues to be roiled by stories of priests putting their carnal desires ahead of everything else, including the souls of young people trusted in their care. Uh, The damage is incalculable. It is a story of men being lovers of themselves. Uh, Number two, 2 Timothy also says they will be lovers of money. Today, we see people willing to do anything to make a buck. Uh, Just look at the big tech companies. Look at how they treat their lower-level employees. Uh, Many of them pretend to care about people when, in fact, their only interest is the love of money. Uh, But it isn't only there. More and more people everywhere seem to be doing all they can to store their treasure on earth as this world is rapidly fragmenting. Uh, Number three, men will be proud and boasters. These two things have become the new substitute for actual self-confidence. Children are taught from their earliest days that arrogance and boasting will make up for all other deficiencies. And as we watch current events, it seems almost every politician and performer in the entertainment industry is so full of pride that they have lost all sense. Number four, people will become blasphemers. We live in a day when irreverent is a compliment. A comic book is scheduled to be released this summer called The Second Coming. In it, God sends Jesus back to earth because his death shows that he failed miserably the first time he came. God sees that for what it is, blasphemy. As each day passes, it seems every new poll that is taken shows more and more people speak against God. think that the concept of God is foolishness, and they scoff and mock at the talk that Jesus is coming again to judge this world. That, too, is a sign of His soon coming. Number five, last on our list, is disobedient to parents. All generations of people have worried about disobedience in children. What's different in this generation is that many adults don't worry about disobedience. They celebrate it. I could give you hundreds of examples of this from film and television to books and schools. They laugh at the concerns of previous generations. They bring up Elvis and uh, the worries that adults of the 1950s had over where society was going. I enjoy the music of Elvis and many others from that era. But there were things of that time that were concerning. The sex revolution of the 60s was an incubator for where we are now, and some of those worries of that past generation were valid. Now we are seeing the fruit of it all around us. Young people today are in the midst of a mental health crisis. Suicide is a major killer. Drug addictions are rampant. We are seeing a generation of people who can't relate to one another in normal ways. The Washington Post ran an article with the headline, Millennials are picking pets over people. Young people today are significantly less likely than previous generations to be in love, or to be happy, or to have hope. These are signs of a society breaking down, and it's happening right now. This would be a time of terrible despair, except that God told us about it 2,000 years ago. And there is hope. Jesus is coming. There is great news if you know him. Uh, Bad news if you don't. Uh, Listen, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible is very clear. There's no other name under heaven by which a person can be saved than that of Jesus. And Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Listen, if you haven't trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior do that now. Pray this with me. Uh, Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic or other topics, go to our website, hopeforourtimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin.
1: Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, dvds and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in if you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast you can find us at hope for our times on youtube